0: This episode is brought to you by First Response. First Response recognizes that not all pregnancies are the same and neither is the road to get there. The First Response brand is fervently committed to supporting, sharing, and empowering all pregnancy journeys and providing accurate information, especially to those struggling with infertility, loss of a baby, and maternal health inequities. With a variety of tests that detect pregnancy hormones early and often, First Response is there for you every step of the way. All First Response pregnancy test products are available for purchase at all major retailers in-store and online. Be sure to pick one up today. A quick note before we get into the episode, Oversharing is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical or psychological advice. Always seek the advice of your physician or a mental health professional. Hello and welcome back to Oversharing. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And today we have a very special IRL recording because you're in town. We did a a little oversharing photo shoot we're changing our our podcast cover S- sneak peek yeah or behind the scenes i guess totally this is awesome
1: i can touch you i'm playing footsie with know, you I as forgot, we speak
0: uh, you know how much you like physical touch <laughs> like
1: <a> back off
0: <laughs> no it's nice i think um, yeah
1: how's it t- so can we talk about that is that making you uncomfortable what physical touch yeah.
0: no i mean yes and no i don't know why
1: what we, well, what's your if your love language
0: if it, if this was mike what is physical affection part of your top i think I, maybe everyone's like this i like it when i like it like i don't you know what i mean when you're not in the mood right i'm like then it's like then it's like a negative get off right right but totally. when you're in the mood it's like like i was having a bad week and when you need like a hug like then it's really yes. really nice
1: yeah but if you're irritable The same person can be giving you the hug, but the timing is super important.
0: Right. I mean, I was talking about this with someone about like, maybe like women and sex or something where I'm kind of like, I could go like a long time, I think, without like sex. But in terms of like physical, like someone like physically touching me, I think that would be much harder. Right. Like a a handhold or like a cuddle or something yeah totally well we need that you
1: you saw yeah. the experiment with the monkey then they had like the wire monkey and then they had like it so they separated these monkeys from their mothers as all amazing research starts off mm-hmm. um <laughs> some nice abusive <laughs> so sweet, practices yes. um i don't know if they were injured or whatever this case was but they separated these monkeys from their mothers and then they put them with either like a wire mother like fake mother or like a stuffy fake mother like a soft like a soft okay. cushiony with fur and squish and there was a huge difference between the monkeys that were had this like wire cold mother really cuz they could touch in terms them. of their adjustment cuz they could snuggle and they could burrow and You know, even though it wasn't a real mother, just the idea of having like a snuggly place changed the development of
0: the monkeys. I have to look up what that research was called. That's, I guess, a good reason to invest in some good sheets (laughs) for your bed, right? (laughs) Totally. But that's funny. I guess, yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, you always say like your love language is like the one that you're getting the least. Right. It's the one you're fixated on. Totally. That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah. So that was the Harry Harlow monkey love experiment. So it's, it's in our DNA. We we share a lot of DNA with monkeys so we can relate, but
0: yeah, we need snuggles. I think when I was like single, I used to get more massages. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, it's kind of sad, yeah, but it's, it's like, it. sometimes you just need to be touched. Uh, totally, It's like it, not a, not a sexual touch, right. just like a touch. Yeah. The, there is yeah. a big, I wonder if,
1: you know, this is a question that I don't have the answer to, but I wonder if for men, it's a little bit, different where it's almost like they need a sexual touch or even yeah like that a massage like a pg massage isn't gonna do it right. this <laughs> the same way you know like they're more like all right if i'm gonna go get a massage i'd That's like to have a happy ending
0: right i don't know that might be the case i right. think like, like i
1: think a woman's kind of like this just feels good i'm getting like touched i'm it probably releases certain chemicals into your bloodstream of like you yeah know, just kind of
0: interesting but you think i'd be more into physical touch as a love language given that i breastfed for four years yeah well you probably just got enough <laughs> and you were like um, okay no one touched me ever again or maybe it's because i got made fun of for like i was ah. old enough to know that i was sort yeah, of made fun all of for that definitely
1: had some uh, had some fun at your expense yeah
0: and so then maybe there's like some shame around that who knows we'll have to dive deeper for more years yes that four w- more years what was it the clinton reelection or, <laughs> or is it george bush it was one of the presidents getting reelected around the time that i had stopped breastfeeding and that was the taunt for my older siblings so i'm sorry it's okay i've moved on <laughs> i think i think maybe not yeah, yeah. Well. what's what's your favorite of the love languages oh i don't that's a
1: good question i haven't thought about that in a while i do you know i think as a it's funny because like you said the kind of your love language is the one that you're not getting right so i think as like a busy mother of three i think acts of service is creeping its way up to the top um that makes sense even though it's so it's really unromantic like maybe i need to do some self-reflecting on that
0: I don't think it has to be about romance because like, it could be about love in any way. Like right. it could be love with a friend. Right, like, right. Like how do you like to be shown that way? Do you, and you could have physical touch with a friend. You could have a friend hug you That's or something true like too. that too. I don't think the love languages are really about romance. Yeah, or they can be, but they don't have be. to be. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. It was funny because our brother John was making a joke about like how like you can't if you say gifts, like you can't really say gifts because it kind of sounds like you're an asshole your favorite if your love language is gifts oh right 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 right. it's like (laughs) (laughs) buy me lots of expensive stuff yeah taylor tomlinson who's a comedian has a very funny bit about like the person like that's just out there to like see if someone's right right it's a trap (laughs) right that's really funny i'm just like getting shit like when you give me when you buy me stuff right that's (laughs) well if i dig into
1: it what i think it is is it's like a self-sacrifice if you're willing to spend your money right on me it's like It feels like a sacrifice in that way.
0: Right. I do think there's an art to like good gift giving, like a thoughtful gift. Yes, versus, I agree. You know, a check or something.
1: Yeah, but I, I literally think we know a couple of people like this where an expensive gift, even if you don't even like it, if you just find out that it costs $5,000, it's like the most amazing right, gift in the world, which is like you just want someone to take what's theirs and give it to you.
0: Right. But the mm-hmm. thing about gifts that I find interesting is that, to me, it's kind of like the, the size of the gift, like the monetary value of the gift only matters depending on how much the person has. Yes. Yeah. You know, That's like true. if a person has very little, like the, the a smaller gift is the same as like someone who is billing, like how, how much, how much money would Bill Gates have to spend on you for you to feel like he was partying right. with Right, <laughs> Right. A lot. Totally. Right. That's a really good point. That is very true. It Versus really, like, you know, like your your kid who has no money. Like whatever right. you know what I mean. It's so true. If yeah. they
1: took $5 from their
0: piggy bank and. It would you know, be so sweet. Totally, yeah. Good point.
1: That's true. And I do think it's about like knowing the person. So I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when I, when I first started dating Jeff, he bought me a Louis Vuitton bag
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's not, I'm not into that type of stuff. Like I'm not into bags. I'm not into name brands. And it was like this very awkward moment where I was kind of like, I don't really want this. I kind of want you to know me enough to know that I don't want this. So I ended up, we basically ended up having a conversation where I was like, this was amazing. I'm so thoughtful, so generous, but not my style. Was he offended? No, I don't. I don't think he was. I think he was kind of relieved.
0: Right. Well, that's the last time I have to get that. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. I think there was a part of him that was relieved because I think he had dated a lot of girls before that were kind of like expecting that. that type yeah. of thing and wanting that type of thing. So it was a good moment because it, I had to tell him in order for him to
0: know me and mm-hmm. give me a gift that was more... It's better than the opposite, right? Where he gives you like something like cheaper right and you're like well i really want you to get to know me <laughs> right. and yes totally that would not have worked if it was in the opposite i usually direction. like gifts that are much more expensive than this <laughs> um <laughs> very true but i mean such that is kind of true for some people and you hear that a lot right when people talk about and we get emails on you up and i'm sure we've gotten a few here that i haven't seen about like engagement rings and things like that where it's like you know yes. how do you Sometimes it is that you want something more than the other person gives you. And that's a conversation too. I think it's like a less flattering conversation to have than the other way around. Right. But you do probably still have to have it. Yeah. That's who you are. Yeah. That's the thing. It's true. Well, I mean, it's like kind of like acts of service where there's someone, let's say there's one person who's like super low maintenance. Right. And there's someone else who like prefers to like help in that way. Mm -hmm. And so it can seem like, Oh, like, it's, it feels like the more like romanticized, nice version of it. If someone's like, you know, you keep, you keep taking my dry cleaning the laundry and like I prefer to do that actually. Like I'm, I actually prefer to do all these like repair my TV and mm-hmm. do all this stuff like myself seems like a lot more like a better like it's a better quality in someone right. than someone who's like, oh, like I actually really like like when someone holds the door open for me and, and proactively like takes care of these household chores and things like that. Like you could say that person's kind of annoying and high maintenance, just like you could say someone's materialistic, but it's sort of like that's what they prefer. That's who they are. I
1: agree. And I do think, especially if you're going to have a long-term relationship, you don't want to pretend that you don't need something when you do. Yeah. So, you know, you have to work through it. But I think what the worst thing you can do is not say anything and be passive aggressive or like quietly resentful totally that eats away at a whole relationship
0: yeah and it's funny with like the cards thing I told I mean I told you like that's something I've asked of Mike and had to be honest with him and I didn't like his card oh right but on the other hand it's like he doesn't care about cards at all yes so it's just um it's funny in that way where like now, I don't write him a card, even though I feel like I'm kind of good at it. I'd save that skill for someone who actually appreciates it. <laughs> you could write me a card.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I'll write you a you're card. Feeling, uh, okay. Your birthday's coming up. I'll write you a card. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Ish. That I, I mean, honestly, that would yeah. be it. Like, just getting a card, in the, especially if it's like a card in the mail. Oh, wow. It's such like a nice surprise. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Save well, your yeah. money. Get me, get me a nice. Comment.
0: That's what I said to him. And oh, we we had this debate. I'm actually interested to hear your take on this. Mm-hmm. About he's very into like birthdays and Christmas is like the time that he gets that we get, get that we exchange gifts. Right. Um. You know. I'm not even. I don't really celebrate. Christmas, uh, now I do because I'm with him. But he's very into like, and he and his family are very into like the gift has to come on your birthday. It can't come like early, and it can't come like it has to come Christmas morning. Or the day of your birthday. And like that's when the gifts come. And that's like the only time of the year you really buy people gifts is like on those dates. And we had an interesting conversation about it the other night where I was like, okay, like I could do that for you. But I actually like just want a card on my birthday. And I want a gift when it makes the most sense to give me a gift. Because for instance, he had got me like this really nice travel backpack for the holidays last year. Mm -hmm. And I had a trip on like December 14th. Oh, right.
1: And he... You could have used it. I
0: could have used it. And then like I had to ask him, I'm like, can I? And he's like, I really would prefer like you wait until I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. I have this big trip. It's like right there. And so I had this. And he's like, I, I don't like getting gifts not on those days. I'm like, okay, fine. Like for you, I will give you only a gift right. on your birthday and on the holidays. For me, I don't want a gift on those days. I want a gift. And like, you don't get to, I was like, you don't get to pick right. the rules for everyone. You right. get just get to pick the rules for yourself. So for me, like if I have a trip coming up and you got me something travel related, I don't want it on my birthday because I'm not traveling. I want it on the day that I'm going to be, it's going to be useful for me. And if it's not my birthday, even if it's like three months before my birthday, you don't have to get me a birthday gift. Just call it a a random gift for something, an impromptu thing that's thoughtful. Yeah,
1: I see both sides. I agree. However, I think he would then feel obligated to
0: buy you another gift. Well, so I said, I want a, a card.
1: Okay. Like, on my birthday, Fair you can enough. get me
0: a card and that's all I'm going to expect. I'm not going to expect a gift. Just a nice, thought. I think he'd rather buy me the gift, to be honest. Right? <laughs> he's like, I have to sit down. I have to get in touch with my emotions. Oh, yeah, he's like, how much does it cost to get out of this? Right.
1: Um, well, he could buy one of those Blue Mountain cards. That's unacceptable.
0: No, it has to be like a thoughtful, no, they, handwritten. Do you ever see
1: they make these cards that are like extremely deeply emotional? Not written by not written by the person that's but it's like there's a lot of stuff in there. So it's I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a text and give him a little tip, even if he copies it. Maybe you could just copy
0: it into a card. That would be great. (laughs) Um I'll see if I can we'll see if I'll I'll know. know, And he said personal attribute to be personal. Right. Uh, we had a you up thing where someone wrote like a either a text or a card via like chat GBT. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I'll know immediately. Oh Mike's definitely gonna use that. Yeah. I would, uh, no, I would know. That's you the thing. Know. Like, right. no, I do this for a living. <laughs> Summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got the most beautiful silk skirt from Quince, I am so excited to wear it. It fits amazing. It is so well-priced for the high quality it is. It looks so expensive, but it's actually quite affordable. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com oversharing for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quinc slash oversharing to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash oversharing. We do some emails here? Yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay. You want to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 646-363-6294, or you can email us at oversharing oversharingatbetches.com. Should I read the first email? Yeah, go for it. Okay. My boyfriend and I have been in a, an official relationship for about two to three months. One day, we just started referring to one another as boyfriend-girlfriend, though we started talking in August 2022. He is 33 and I'm 27. In late October, about two months in, I was thinking we were on track to exclusivity, but I noticed he changed his hinge location to LA when he was there visiting a friend. I called him and I freaked out because to be honest, I wasn't actively dating anyone else, though I never explicitly said this to him. He said he was still looking around and we were not at the exclusive point yet. I said my standard is if you are going to continue hooking up with other people after we've been hanging out for two months, then I'm walking away. I know that sounds early, but I date with intention and I'm very clear about it. He said he felt forced to become exclusive but wanted to give us a shot, though later on he admitted he was glad he stuck around. It's very romantic. (laughs) (laughs) for a while after we became exclusive it still seemed like he enjoyed my company but wasn't fully sold on me around February I felt we were becoming more serious he started to prioritize me more and over MLK weekend he opted to ski in Maine with my friends he hadn't yet met in lieu of going to a better mountain with his best friends we spent Valentine's Day together of course but a week later on February 21st as we were booking another ski trip to Tahoe my friend texted me a pic she saw of him on Raya you know what Raya is, right? Not
1: really. So Raya
0: is like an exclusive dating app. So you have to apply.
1: You have to like apply. And what are, what are the talent, what are the qualifications? I
0: mean, for? it used to be that you had to be like famous, but I think now you can kind of like be find attractive someone attractive enough, you in, find someone to get you in with like sort just successful or something okay
1: interesting i wonder what you actually like if you have to
0: you can't just like join off the street like you right. kind on like hinge It'd your probably bubble. just make you wait on a waiting list for six months and then let you in that's probably true so her friend texted her a picture she saw him on raya apparently he had applied to raya months prior when he and his ex broke up he claimed he got accepted that morning but it was purely curiosity <laughs> mm-hmm whether or not that's true it sounded like he wanted to see what else was out there and opted to sabotage our relationship since we were starting to become really close he said he wasn't thinking how this would hurt my feelings but his friends pointed out he may have done it because he felt forced to become exclusive a few months before and had not fully made that decision at his free will i like how he's like my friends think it might be because of this thing i have no idea and
1: also which one is it was it because of curiosity or was it because you were forced into a relationship
0: okay I was utterly crushed and broke up with him at that moment. He has that issue that many men have, which is chasing after something non-existent. During a series of long talks after the breakup, I told him he will keep feeling unfulfilled and never find anyone to build a life with if he maintains that mindset. About a week and many conversations later, I agreed to give it another try. Since that incident in late February, things have been really great. I made it clear we had a lot of trust to rebuild and that it's not going to happen overnight. I still have random moments of insecurity, and the undeniable damage he did is forgiven but has not been forgotten. To his credit, he has been much more expressive of his emotions and invested in this relationship lately. He randomly tells me he appreciates me and we've made a concerted effort to improve communication. We spent his birthday in mid-April in Florida, just the two of us, whereas a few months ago he probably would have opted to spend it with friends and fit me into his plan somehow. I met his parents last week, which I know is a big deal for him and for them. He now tells me he sees a future with me and includes me in more parts of his life than ever before. He is increasingly more vulnerable about issues at work, family matters, and general goals and aspirations. Over the weekend, his friend told us where he proposed to to his girlfriend, and my boyfriend joked, saying, I wonder where I would propose to you. It probably didn't seem like much to him, but I feel like that means he is now subconsciously thinking about this in a serious light. He also talks about our future kids and always asks me if I want to stay in New York or I would op- be open to moving elsewhere. Do you think he truly will be able to commit to me as in marriage despite early red flags in our relationship? It feels like it only recently clicked for him that I am someone he could be with long term, whereas I know much, whereas I knew much earlier on. Dr. Naomi, I would love to hear your professional perspective about the challenges of and tactics for dating dismissive avoidance. Sounds fun. I want to keep giving this a chance and see if this relationship has legs, but I'm not completely over the riot incident. I feel very torn. Are we doomed to fail or can we move past it? The other consideration is he always travels because he works remotely and gets a charge from new experiences. He has been including me on more and more of these trips, which is great, but we can go two weeks without seeing one another, which exacerbates my, the insecurity on my end. My primary goal is not to break up necessarily, but to foster a healthy relationship within reason if he ultimately can be trusted. Any guidance or thoughts you have are much appreciated. What do you think? All right. Um, I think the short answer is
1: yes. I think this can turn into something real as in marriage. I've seen many, many relationships that start off where one person's kind of non-committal, And sometimes something like this has to happen where they're b- brought to the brink of breakup for the person to realize, okay, I really don't want to lose right. you. I have to step this up.
0: But I guess my question is like, can someone change that quickly? If there's someone who like had that capacity to them and then they're like, she's like, we had a week of conversations and then I came back into the relationship.
1: Right. Well, I guess, you know, I think that the, it was very
0: early on. It's well, I don't know how long
1: into it was the Raya thing that was. Like, I think
0: the initial Raya thing was about two months into the relationship. She said, "Yeah, I believe." So I think if the if I would be two more in, yeah. yeah I would
1: be more concerned if the Raya thing was like after six
0: months or a year of dating. Well, it sounds like it was again after six months.
1: It was initially after two oh, months. Oh, it was okay. That was like, I'm um, changed my hinge location. Yes. She then... changed the
0: hinge location two months in. He says, but they had an est- established exclusivity. Right, 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 right. She then says, I need ex- to be exclusive. He feels forced into it and then yes. get, becomes exclusive. And then right after Valentine's Day, I think it's probably now they're at like the six month ish mark. Her friend sees him on a different dating right. app. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I mean, I don't think it's great. I'm glad she brought it up and she didn't, you know, necessarily just, you know, accept his excuse and let it go. But I think the actions speak louder than words in this case. So I think the fact that he's introducing her to his parents and he's, you know, choosing to spend his birthday with her and making these sort of sacrifices, I think is hopeful. Like I really do like, I want to tell her this could, this can work, but he has to keep doing the things that he's doing. And spending time with her and, you know, choosing her and moving it forward
0: in that way. I Uh, get the feeling maybe you disagree. I agree and I disagree. Because I do think people, there's like chance at redemption. I don't think like just because he did this at that point means like the relationship is unsalvageable and that people can't change or change their ways of thinking. But she also wrote that in the beginning, he was also like this. Like he, he chose her... Ski trip with her friends over his friends, and um what did she say? Like it seems like his actions are always sort of for like right, and she never describes in. his actions as not really like into her right. Which is my I guess my fear would just be like that he would do it again, or like he would have, or he's like he he's capable. He's he's someone who's capable of like showing you that they are into you and they love you with their actions. And then also kind of having this fear. Right. this. Non, this uh, so almost his, his actions there? are
1: not speaking louder
0: than words. Well, I guess they are. And that's what you should be looking for. Right. But his, if his words are telling you, I have a fear of commitment, mm-hmm. even though he's committing to you, I think that would be something that would be hard to let go. But I don't think she should necessarily break up with him. But maybe it's more that she needs to kind of like ask him what's changed mm-hmm. even though it's over like she seemingly might not want to now not talk yeah. about it anymore but if i were her it would bother me And like, i'm still there- curious like right.
1: what happened that now you're so committed although he's not it doesn't even sound like they've had the conversation where he says i am com- like i don't think he's telling her the words right Like, I don't think he's, she's reading into his actions of introducing the parents and all that, but I don't, I agree. I don't think he's necessarily saying it. So I do think my advice for her would be along the lines of what you're saying, talk to him, tell him, ask that question, Right? you know, what, what was different from before where you felt like you needed to go on a dating app, whether it was, you know, what your friends think or you or whatever, what, what has changed. But I also think it would be good for her to allow him the space to be real with her and say like all I'm asking from you is honesty about where mm-hmm. you are in this relationship if you're still on the fence that's okay I just want to know right. so I think what happens is like when he's expressed something about being on the fence she kind of gets mad and and like breaks up with him yeah like right. there's like an a, an aggressive kind of angry response so he might be sort of Withhold the, the only way for her to feel safe in this is for her to know he's going to tell me how he feels. He's going to verbally say if he's on the fence, she might be too afraid to ask that question. So she's not even
0: right. pushing it. And he might be afraid to tell her the truth because of how she's reacted in the past. So I agree with you. I just think it's kind of crazy that the idea that he'd be like this. She she calls him a dismissive avoidant. We didn't call him that. Right. She's calling him that. So these, this dismissive avoidant. You have one conversation about how he has to be able to learn how to commit to things, and then all of a sudden right, he's right. like extremely committed. Right. To me, that doesn't make like a dismissive avoidant turn into a securely yeah. attached person. Totally. So I think it's okay to check in with him. I agree with you that if she wants to actually know the truth and feel actually comforted by it. She has to be able to to accept that maybe he still has doubts Mm -hmm. and that might be okay. And he probably does, given how he's been in the past. And it would be like more abnormal for him to be 100% sure he wants to marry her six months in than it would for someone who had pulled that a few months earlier to be still questioning the relationship, which doesn't mean he's wrong. Six months, you're allowed. I mean, you can still be questioning that but I think it'd be better for her to get a real sense of what's going on instead of just kind of guessing totally yeah
1: and I think she, this might be a case of she's afraid to ask the question because she doesn't want to know the answer yeah right. so I think she's got to just I mean she's asking us she's reading into his inter you know into his behaviors but I think she needs to just rip the band-aid off and ask him yeah. where he's at
0: in a non-aggressive way just saying if that's the how you feel it's still I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like leave, right? If she's not, but I just, I, I'm having trouble like just trusting that like everything you're saying is real, and all the things that you're saying that lead me to believe that you're fully committed to this. I just have I'm having trouble just given our past, what happened, like, right. what to do there. And I think people also don't want to when they feel like they've resolved the past issue, they don't want to like go back there and feel like yes. they're like harping on something that like. Cause then he's gonna get. Annoyed. We already discussed this, mm-hmm. but I think she can. If she preempts that with like, I know we had sort of worked past this, but it's still something that's sort of in the back of my head and gives me anxiety, and mm-hmm. that's like a vulnerable thing that I think, if she comes at it the correct way, could lead to a really good conversation.
1: I agree. She needs to know one way or the other. Ask him. You know what? I I just thought of this, and I wonder if this is something. For someone that's not a good communicator, even saying to him, from 1 to 10, like this is a technique that we use for you know, behavior change, you know, from one to 10. 10 is you're gonna propose to me tomorrow, you have a ring in your pocket. One is you're gonna break up with me tomorrow, like you're getting yourself ready, like where do you feel like you stand? So then she can get kind of a, you know, that's a, a good thing for someone who's has concrete thinking or might talk around right. something where he can be like, okay, I'm at a seven or I'm at a six and...
0: I can't imagine not being offended by that answer, like no matter what it was, <laughs> if it wasn't 10. What if it was eight?
1: <laughs> And you were dating for 6 months, I'd be yeah. happy with an 8.
0: Well, I would I would be happy with an 8 like if there wasn't so much like romanticized um societal feelings about how someone you're dating should be obsessed with you. It's
1: love at first sight, I I you know, knew it from the moment I saw you. Yeah,
0: but 8 is a much more realistic really strong positive. Right. You know, but like it feels like anything other than a 10 is like, oh, this person's not that into me. Yeah, but if 10 is like I'm proposing tomorrow. Right. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Anyway, but I think that that's good, though. Like, we should we should normalize the, like, non-romanticization yes. of, like, every part of a relationship.
1: Totally. There isn't, I mean, it's not even rational. Like, we talk about, like, the hormone cocktail of, like, you know, infatuation and what was uh, limerence and whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it's not even healthy to, you know, feel to like. To be a 10. I'm a 10. To propose 10. when
0: you're a 10. Right. Because you're in, like, the wrong, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like, the most rational person maybe should be an 8. Right. When they propose. Yeah. I
1: mean, you're still getting to know someone. The fact that if people that move in together after like two weeks,
0: like red flag, there's some, you know, you haven't seen all of it yet. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're like me and your CD organizer was filled with, now that's what I call discs that your dad literally burned for you, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have been using the Multi-Active Cream for a few weeks now, and I can already tell the difference. This cream does it all. It makes my fine lines and my pores look smaller, and my skin actually feels hydrated, which is really important for these like in-between seasons. I actually love all of their products. I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. You've been adulting a while, so the daily stress of trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yeah, it's a thing. The good news, Europe's slash oversharing and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off a free welcome gift plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash oversharing with promo code oversharing. Clarence dot com slash oversharing with promo code oversharing. So let's move on to Betchesist where we debate a moral issue. Who is who is right and who's wrong? We will tell you because we know Judge Judy in the house. Yes. All right. Hi, Jordana
1: and Dr. Naomi. I absolutely love the podcast and look forward to driving to work on Tuesdays as I listen to the hilarious scenarios and your sage advice. I have a dilemma I need help navigating in regards to a friend's birthday that I am both triggered and confused by. I have a longtime college friend who's having a birthday night. We will be bar hopping in the medium-sized city where we live. We're renting a house downtown so we don't have to drive and planning to have all the cheesy balloons and photos you might expect for someone turning 30. My friend was pregnant for her birthday last year and hasn't really gone out since her son was born. As a mom of two myself, I totally get needing a girls night where you feel sexy and fancy and was looking forward to this weekend and letting my hair down with my closest friends. Last week, however, the birthday girl sent a message to the group expressing her desire to be the center of attention on her birthday and wanting all eyes on her when she walks into a room. She then told the group to, quote, dress down so that she could shine. As I said, I'm a mom of two, happily married and over 30, as are most of the other girls in the group. None of us were planning on tiny dresses or crazy revealing outfits, so the concept of dressing down seems unnecessary. Another friend in the group tried to gently push back, assuring her that confidence was what makes people turn their heads, not fancy clothes. But the birthday girl doubled down and said not to come if we were planning to, quote, upstage her. I know this reaction stems from insecurity and she probably has a lot of feelings about being a new mom. So I do have empathy for the situation, but I'm confused how to proceed. I don't want to wear a t-shirt and jeans to a night out when I get them so infrequently, but I also don't want to do harm to my friend's confidence on her special night. How do I reassure her that she doesn't need us to look bad in order for her to look good while also communicating that I think she's being kind of rude and overbearing. I recently sent her a pic of me and a potential outfit jeans, and a nice non-revealing top to gauge her comfort level, but she refused to respond to the text. It feels like she's going to be miserable no matter how people dress, and I wonder if I should just not go and save myself from the potential of more conflict. Any advice would be appreciated.
0: Sounds like this friend really needs a therapist. This is crazy. I never heard of such a thing. Have you? No, this is crazy. I mean, I've heard like not even heard, it's sort of like there's an unwritten rule if it's like your bachelorette party, people don't really wear white, like the bride wears that's white. That's it. But is, that's there, is there
1: a bachelorette party thing
0: where you can't look cute or wear a revealing no. dress? No, I think it's that's, the rules is like crazy. I think it's, I'm kind of like, how did you become friends with this person in the first place that they have the capability of doing this thing? Like, even like how did the think. friendship even happen? This, I, I mean, I guess it's a college
1: friend. I, I just think the nerve for her to, and then she goes along with, it sounds like an abusive relationship, right. she sends actually her a picture. goes along with it, sends her the picture and she doesn't
0: respond. This is someone who's like clearly very miserable, yeah. like yeah. going through it. And sometimes yeah. that like people sort of lash out, I guess in that way. I mean, we had this discussion on our last episode, I think, where it's like, if you have some unresolved like pain, you might just be like, it might just be coming out in this insane way. hmm I agree. I mean I you know especially she's not answering. Yeah. I, I do
1: you almost want to lean in and just kind of be like, are you okay? <laughs> like <laughs> Nothing this, more embarrassing than right. someone. <laughs> Like I think you're losing it a little bit.
0: Kinda. Like, yeah. can I like is there is everything all right? This right. just seems like a really strong reaction to, you know, people who wouldn't really necessarily even be Wearing it like, I can understand. Maybe she she wants to shine. Wear something crazy, right? But don't tell other people what not to. to or even if she said, "Hey, I'm gonna
1: wear rhinestones," like, can you guys just not wear rhinestones? Like, right. I'm gonna wear, you know, a
0: glow in the dark. Working on this outfit right. for like a really long time, and like, I think the pictures would look great, right? If, if I'm you, in rhinestones and you guys wear whatever and you guys are wearing, <laughs> uh sweatpants, <laughs> right?
1: Oh my gosh. This is, yeah, I, I do feel bad for her. I think she's like in the thick of something. Um, yeah, and this this listener is really kind to even be dealing with this. I I I if I were her, I'd get with the the pushback friend, the one that was like, confidence yeah. is, you know, I just talk you, some shit about her with the other person, yeah, make her feel a little bit better. But honestly, I would wear whatever you
0: want to wear. Right, what's she going to do?
1: And if she doesn't like it, she's going to blow up your friendship because you wore a cute dress on a night out that you're taking away from your kids to
0: go out for her birthday and you want to look cute. What do you think would be like the psychological issue with someone who would act in this way?
1: Yeah, I think she's maybe just feeling like invisible or she's like in mom mode and she wants to, you know, she does. feels special or feel like she wants attention. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be attention. Yeah. Like from men I would assume I mean or I don't know just people out um I don't know maybe there's issues in her marriage I can't quite figure this out it just seems it seems much if you're but I wouldn't enable this I honestly would not enable this I wouldn't I mean she already sent her jeans and like a (laughs) non-revealing
0: top for approval
1: (laughs) for a birthday party and then, you know what you could say? I sent you an outfit choice. You didn't respond. So and, I wore it. And I'm, no, or just wear or whatever, whatever you yeah. really actually wanted to wear.
0: Right. I wonder if she'll actually... I saw, I'm just kind of wondering, like, because I don't know anyone who would do this, and this person seems like this is their good friend. So I'm kind of like, there must be something about her personality where this isn't a complete surprise, surprise. that she would do something and she like doesn't, this.
1: She honestly doesn't even seem that surprised. I mean, she's triggered. Oh, no, right. this is a bet you, She's not triggered.
0: Yeah. Well, she said she's she is she's all she's triggered and right. it's the moral issue of should she uh dress down. I do not think you need to enable this type of behavior. I mean, would I wear like a ballroom gown just to fuck with her? Probably not, right? But <laughs> <laughs> I would just go out and wear whatever, wear whatever. you were going to wear, mm-hmm. which again doesn't sound like it was that crazy. Yeah.
1: And can you please send us a picture of you guys at this night out? I'm very curious. Yeah. And if I would love to see it.
0: If you're the friend who who wrote the group text, some, I can't imagine doing that not feeling completely ridiculous. Maybe she because because she got pushback, she now feels like embarrassed. So she's not even. Responding. So she's not responding. That's possible. I don't know. Maybe you could get her for her thirtieth birthday a nice um, session <laughs> with a uh, a local therapist. Yeah. Do you ever get like um. Like the idea of getting someone a self-help yes. um, book right. for your birthday. Yeah, like a gratitude journal or yeah. something. Right. I think someone wants to That's that to mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I want to see that reaction. Right, Dealing with the adult adult children of, uh, <laughs> of narcissistic parents. <laughs> it's the perfect gift. To brighten the day. But yeah, I want to I wanna hear how this goes. Send a picture. I want to know what everyone wore. I want to know what she wore yes. too. I really Um, hope she gives us an update, a visual. Sounds very crazy. Sometimes you're like, and I was talking about this with some reality TV. I don't know if you're a Vanderpump Rules watcher or anything, but like sometimes you can like hate a character so much that you almost feel bad for them. Yes. You know, because you're like something. The fact that I have such strong negative feelings towards you means you must be going through something really terrible. Right. That I even... That totally. like you are, that you're, that's enabling you to behave like this. Yeah, I get that a lot, actually. Like when people are really evil, sometimes I'm like, pray for your soul. God bless. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've been to therapy for many years, and I have to say, whenever I'm going through something really tough, therapy is the way out for me. It helps me like break down the issue, get to the heart of it, and figure out ways to cope with whatever is stressing me out. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough, and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com overshare today to get 10% off your first month. That's hel slash overshare. Spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warmup. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warmup. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and get ready for summer. I take their yoga classes at least twice a week. I also love their core classes. I love that I can take it anywhere I go. If I'm traveling, I can always do a class. You can filter the classes by ones that don't need any equipment. I'm looking to get healthy. I'm looking to like feel good. And Peloton just makes it so easy. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, Peloton has classes for you giving you the flexibility you need to move your body. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. If you can't run, take a walking class. If you want to level up, go to their Pilates or HIIT workouts or try yoga if you just need to ground yourself. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row, or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Should we do some intentions? Yeah, let's do it. I'll read it. Hello, Dr. Naomi and Jordana. love oversharing and think that it has really found a missing and necessary place in the podcast universe. Love that. I'm in need of an intention to get me through the newborn phase with my first baby. My daughter was born four weeks ago and it has been a whirlwind. After a difficult birth, we were thrown into caring for her. As much as I read and leaned on those close to me, I did not feel prepared whatsoever. I feel like everyone talks about how magical it is and how beautiful it is to become a parent. But everyone has failed to mention all the challenges I've encountered during these first four weeks, such as hormonal changes, DMER while breastfeeding. And we had Googled this, which DMER apparently means when you feel like a down, like immediately after Breastfeeding or something along those lines, some sort of like psychological negative impact from breastfeeding. Inexplicable crying and stressful pediatric visits. The highs are high and I absolutely adore my daughter, but I'm blown away by how hard emotionally it is at the same time. What is an intention I can use for these tough moments? I know that every stage will pass and today's challenges will change by next week, but in the moment I feel so defeated and unconfident. Thank you so much. A tired first time mom.
1: Yeah, well, I will start off and normalize all of this. I do think this is kind of like an probably like an Instagram social media thing where people are only posting like the most amazing moments of their motherhood. I mean, I'm not on there. I wonder if you see any of that where people are like normalizing postpartum depression or the negative aspects of parenting because there's almost something that feels um like you're betraying your child if you speak like you're not happy. Yeah, right? yeah. If you speak negatively of any aspect of them or your experience that somehow it feels like I'm not I'm not a good mother or my, you know, I don't know. Not that, grateful for Yeah, mothers, not grateful yeah. for having this healthy child or, you know, um, but I do I I totally normalize these feelings of um I mean there's so much hormonal stuff. She's four weeks. So I will say that first of all, four weeks is like, they say it's even like the
0: fourth trimester or something. Yeah.
1: Where it's almost like you're still, your body still kind of feels like it's pregnant, even though the baby's out, like you're just still adjusting. So this, all this that you're experiencing probably is more hormonal than you realize. Um, And it's very normal. And I don't think people talk about it that much because it's, you know, for all the reasons that I said before, you feel like I, sh- I should be grateful. I have a baby. There are other people that wish they had a baby, or um, I just feel like it's almost like not nice to my baby. I, like talk shit about my <laughs> about my baby behind his he's back. Crying, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will normalize it. Yeah, I've I feel had like a lot of people
0: have trouble even bonding with their with their babies, from what I've heard. Until like because they don't really get I, from what I've heard is they don't really give you much for like the first few months yes like they're not smiling they're not they're just kind of like sleeping and then like up and crying and then sleeping again totally
1: mom always it didn't mom always say the baby starts smiling like right as you're about to like throw it out the window <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't remember that that's funny though
1: yeah it's like i think they start smiling right around <laughs> so five they weeks. know yeah they're the, like you know, i better smile yeah. sooner i'm out um no so i do think that this is really normal and i um i remember seeing I was very young. I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's this movie called For Keeps. It's an 80s movie with Molly Ringwald. Oh, no, I haven't. Um, It's it's I think I saw it too young of an age. It really impacted me. It's basically about like a teenage mother that has a baby to a two teenage parents. um, And she goes into like a deep depression after she has the baby and the dad is like 16 or however old he is and like trying to basically cover for her and there's a scene where she's just like lying on the couch in the dark, like watching TV and the baby screaming and someone comes knocking on the door and like, you know, just like what's going on in here. And she's just laying there like kind of comatose. And it was, it's an intense depiction, but I think it's, it's really a real thing. If you, um, if you want to normalize this and I'm glad they made that movie because, um, that's an extreme case, but I think it's normal to have some of these feelings. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, I've heard of many people having, I think most people have like some sort, some. of not the most rosy, positive, totally. um, like idealized vision, especially if you've never had a kid before. I would imagine it's kind of like, you're sort of like, you don't think about all the like tiny no. negative things that occur when, you know, you're entirely responsible for something. And it, again, it's not really giving you much probably crying a lot and And you're you're probably very tired. Yeah.
1: And sleep, sleep deprivation is like torture. So yeah, this is all normal stuff. And so, you know, a big part of the intention and she, she knows, like she basically wrote an intention for herself. She wrote, I know every stage will pass and today's challenges will change by next week. So like, yes, this is temporary. I think that's a big part of what she needs to remember. But I also want, her to realize that this is normal and she's not like not a good mother because of this if there's any feelings of like guilt or shame or that this is somehow not normal i think uh, most women have a little bit of either anxiety or depression or something that comes along with being a new mom so fresh in this yeah so Um, to
0: know that it's not normal it is normal and um it's okay to not enjoy it yes i think
1: yeah and she's she's got She's got it. The idea that it's, and I still as a mother, I'm dealing with this whole concept of, and I'm starting to learn this now after 11 years, everything is a phase. And you think in the moment, and I'm sure there's a lot of you know moms out there, like I always say, Amazon probably, Amazon baby world, like mm-hmm. whatever they're selling in regards to newborn baby stuff, they probably make all their sales at two o'clock in the morning from moms that are just like, what can I fucking buy to make this baby sleep or stop right. crying or whatever? So like, you know, I really think that in the moment it feels like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do differently? How do I need to change? How do I need to change myself? How do I need to change what I'm doing or what my husband's doing? Or, You don't need to do anything differently. You just have to breathe be patient. This is a phase and it will pass. And I think she knows that. Um, But, and it it continues, you know, like I'll have phases with my kids where they're bickering and I'm like, Oh, are they, they're not going to be close when they're adults, you know? It's like your anxiety. Yeah. Like how they're going to turn out or how thing, you know, it's like, no, they're just bickering today. Like this is no correlation with like whether or not they're going to be estranged as when they're, you know, 25 years old but you kind of jump ahead of yourself and
0: well it's like you said you kind of make yourself sad for something that might not even happen but i guess this is more like it's she's in in the moment right it is is, she is sad in the moment right for something that is happening in that moment totally so i i phrase
1: it two different ways one thing i wrote is and this is not obviously easy but um my feelings are normal be patient, breathe. I don't need to do anything. If she is getting in that phase, you know, because sometimes I think the mind takes over and makes it feel worse. You know, when you feel like you need to be doing something differently or somehow it's not normal. So, um, if she can just, you know, normalize her feelings and be patient and realize, and the other one I wrote, which is simple and I didn't make it up, but this too shall pass
0: two shall pass yeah where
1: whatever right now it's a baby that won't sleep and is crying and this dmer thing that you're experiencing which sounds pretty terrible and i will put this out there too and i think a lot of women put a lot of pressure on themselves to breastfeed and yes i know it's healthy and it's great and it's worth trying but it is not worth the your mental health to be pushing yourself to breastfeed if it's making you depressed or it's taking up a huge amount of space in your head. Um, I you know, I would just give yourself permission that if that's something that's mm-hmm. making this whole process that much harder, that your baby will be okay.
0: Right. And the best thing I would assume for your kid is that you are mentally healthy. Yes. It's probably much, more helpful than any of the breastfeeding benefits. Totally agree.
1: There's benefits to breastfeeding, but nothing that's going to overcome you being depressed or feeling badly about yourself or because I know a lot of women struggle with that. So I just, you know, it's great to give it a shot, but if it's not working for you, it doesn't make you a bad mother.
0: Yeah. Well, good luck. By the time you hear this, maybe you're already even yeah. out of a lot of the shit. I hope so. We'll see. All right. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know how long
1: it lasts. Yeah. Once? I mean, she's in the thick of it. I, I, I think, you know, You know, as far as like a diagnosable postpartum, I think it's like around six months, but I definitely have heard it last up to a year after the birth. But I think she's in the thick of it. I do think it's going to start to get better soon. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone. If only you had a Discover card. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
0: Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly has a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of newly when you sign up with the code Oversharing20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's newly with two Us and enter the code Oversharing20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code OVERSharing20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes some triggers where we rate how much people have a right to be upset over triggering things in their lives. All right. I'll read the first one. All right.
1: Hi, Jordan, and Dr. Naomi. I have a potential triggered for you guys. Unlike me, who can easily go on a few hours of sleep. My husband is the sleepiest human on the planet, regularly sleeps like 11 hours on the weekends and has zero trouble sleeping in any location, including on the most cramped of flights. He should join our family. <laughs> However, we recently used over seven years of credit card points to fly business class as a special treat for our 10th anniversary slash my 40th birthday. We've never done this before and likely won't again for a long time, but having that lie flat bed has always seemed so amazing to arrive extra rested. Once on the flight, he was mostly enjoying the bigger screen and chose to watch four movies instead of even trying to sleep for a single moment, claiming he quote, wasn't that tired and would be fine. Spoiler. Fine meant sleeping all day once we checked into the hotel and the next day slept basically until dinner. Thus, I spent the day exploring alone. This sounds like such a luxury problem, but it was something we probably won't do for 10 more years. He says, I don't get to police his experience slash screen time, and he dealt with the consequences. I kind of agree, but I still felt like not even trying to sleep was a bit selfish since he knows he functions so terribly with little sleep. It's not like the plane had an IMAX, you get the same movies and economy. I don't even think this triggered me more than like a four, but should it trigger me
0: at all? Thank you guys. Screen time policing betch. Yeah, this is kind of annoying. I could see I can see being kind of irritated. I see both sides. Right. Where he's like, I'm not gonna like I'm not your kid. I'm not gonna like go to sleep when you tell me to go to <laughs> sleep. I'm not tired. I'm gonna stay up. Right. Um, but I can also see her being like resentful that she has to explore alone.
1: Yes. I agree. I do think he probably was like, I am enjoying laying down comfortably and like watching movies. Better
0: food. He's probably like wants to stay
1: up for the experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was, she had her own expectation of what, how to use that experience. And he ended up using the experience in the way that he want, which I get. I'm like, I don't want to sleep this away. We paid a lot of money for it. Right. Yeah,
0: especially if he can sleep anywhere. Like maybe he was like, I could sleep in coach and I wake up and I don't know the difference. I want to like get the good food yes. and the champagne and the... Totally. Whatever yeah, the first that, class experience is. Yeah. I agree. That might have been his thing. Like I,
1: if we were, if I was going to sleep the whole time, I'll just put my head on the window and fall asleep back there.
0: Yeah, take a Xanax and just you don't even know what happened. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I I kind of agree with him on this. I think he can use that experience however she wa- however he wants. However... I think I'd be a little annoyed if I was taking like a couple's trip and the person slept the entire first day that we were there.
0: Yeah. Because you'd be like, you just feel kind of lonely. Yeah. And like you're on the trip by yourself. Right. But again- It's hard though. As someone who travels a lot to get on the same exact page of like tiredness and- yeah, all that stuff. So speaking of which, are we going to take
1: a nap after this before dinner? We've
0: been debating <laughs> uh, to get let you guys behind the scenes. Naomi and I and our husbands are going to dinner and we ha- we're we going to have a few hours between this recording and dinner. And we've been debating a nap, <laughs> <laughs> a group nap. Yeah, you
1: text me like yeah. a week ago when we were making this plan. So... We're gonna have a few hours. I'm thinking nap. I was like, yes, (laughs) you know me.
0: I always say, like on our family vacations, that was the only thing that was like planned. And then everyone's a scheduled activity. Yeah. It was like everyone agreed two o'clock is nap time. Right. Like two to like four PM was like the like not do not try to do anything with anyone. Yes. Collective, cold,
1: dark room, shades drawn. That's the life. Recover from the sun. Big napping family. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I get his, his napping desire. I would give this low. And I also think, you know, I get it. She didn't want to walk around alone, but.
0: Right. I don't know if there's a solution for this.
1: Yeah, I think she just has to deal with. It. She spent one day. I'm assuming That's, if it was a ju- long trip, they probably have like six more days.
0: Yeah. And also maybe just like, you know get into that like be like oh this is my day to like myself to explore and like do whatever I want and just and I get that maybe that feels weirder in a different country but it's kind of nice.
1: I love the idea of being able to give yourself and your partner that freedom whether it's on vacation or not you don't feel like it that's fine I'm gonna go by myself no hard feelings you do you mm-hmm. unless you're not spending any time together. I think it's okay to kind of say, you
0: want to take a nap? That's great. I'm not tired. I'm going to go. I agree. And when I went to um, Hawaii with Mike in the fall, we had a one day where he went to play golf and I went to the spa and it was just like the loveliest day. Yeah. And then and it you... was like in the middle of the thing. And I was like, and then I, I was excited to see him yes. at the end of the day. We had stuff to talk about. Totally. It was like, and I had like a little me day.
1: Yeah. I, I love that. So nice. I think you got to chill. I actually like that he stayed awake. It's like falling asleep during a massage. Right. It's like a waste. He, yeah, he enjoy- He really enjoyed the flight. Yeah. He got his money's worth. Don't be mad at him.
0: i give it a two. Same. Okay. Let's do another one. I'll read it. Hello, Jordan and Dr. Naomi. I am up late overthinking, and I figured I should enlist some professionals. <laughs> Haven't we all been there? I'm a big fan. Your insights are truly helpful. I'll get to it. We have a very close friend of over 10 years who was part of a bigger friend group since high school. We're now over 30 and we all know she's a nickel and dimer. She comes from a pretty well-off family, so I always gave her kudos for not letting this go to her head. It never bothered me when she'd Venmo request exact amounts when the rest of our friends would just say, you get this one, I'll get the next one. It all evens out eventually. But recently we had a dilemma that made me feel like our friendship was reduced to some kind of service transaction. She asked me to go to an event with her, but I needed to buy the tickets because I had the right type of credit card to access the presale. So I went out of my way in the middle of the day during my workday to buy these tickets at the exact time they went on sale. Turns out, in my rush, I accidentally picked the vendor with pretty pricey fees. I think it's important to note that I did get the okay from her on the price before picking, clicking the purchase button. Later, she found out that others had gotten the tickets cheaper, without fees. In the end, she asked me to pay for her portion of the fees. I'm a passive-aggressive people-pleaser, and I told myself I should have known this about her going in, so I just paid up. But now I'm realizing it wasn't so much about the money as how cheap it made me feel, like I was just any butt with the right credit card and could get her that seat, and apparently she had chosen the wrong person because I made a mistake despite going out of my way. Now I'm thinking beggars shouldn't be choosers. She accepted the price, right? I think this was a little extra triggering because I have recently confided in her how hard my recent 25% pay cut has been on my family. So was it always okay to ask people to literally pay for these kinds of accidents? Should I just be more careful about what kinds of plans I make with her? Love the pod so much. And I also love the meditation and I can't wait for those bonuses to air. Broke, Betch. Yeah, I feel pretty strongly on this one. That she should be triggered? Yeah, that she, yeah. Sh- that she should be triggered. Yeah, I agree. I think that's very triggering. I can't believe she paid. I would have been like, sucks <laughs> right i
1: get I get the she said she's she's passive people, pleaser, so I get that she wanted it it's a confront you have right. to have a confrontation here where the confrontation is no, I right. stopped my work day to I paid the buy right. these tickets for us. You could have said to me, Hey, I did some research, make sure you buy the tickets on whatever site they have the lowest fees, then I could see you being upset right she didn't give she didn't tell you where to buy the tickets. You bought them. You actually went out of your way, and she—it's like her her finder's fee for you. I agree. Like, what is she? Your assistant? You her assistant? Totally. Totally. This is another. She said yes to the price. Yes. This is another case of this person has nerve to even ask. So I think these friendship dynamics seem like they're sort of a probably have continued this long because they're like a yin yang where one person just gets. To say whatever they want and demand whatever they want, and then somebody else is just used to this dynamic of going along with it. But now's your time to push yourself again as someone who's identified themselves as a passive people pleaser. You think she should go back and get the money back? No, I, <laughs> I but I just think that she said she gave it back already, right? That's what I'm
0: saying. So I feel like this this one might be like a lost cause. It's a lost cause, but I but, but she I mean she could go back and say, Hey, I know I paid you for like the difference in the fees but like i've been thinking about it and i'm actually really bothered that you even asked me to do yes that.
1: i think she could definitely just let her know i can't stop thinking about this i feel really upset about how this went down it's not about the money it's really not about the money it's about the fact that she basically she stopped her work day, went out of her way and bought these tickets and now she's complaining about the price. not only just complaining about the price but demanding the money back this is this is triggering. I give this a high score, but I do think for this listener who's writing in, this is a little alarm bell that should go off for you, that there might be something in your dynamic with this person and perhaps other people that you might want to pause when you feel that people-pleasing urge come up, take a breath, realize what's being triggered inside. If I have conflict with this person, what am I going to feel in my body and why is it so scary? Because I think the next this probably is going to happen again with somebody else in some other scenario. And I hope that she can realize that this is a place where she probably needs to push against her grain a little bit in order to feel some growth.
0: Yeah. I think it's so hard because she's probably not in that moment. Maybe she wasn't, her immediate thing is like, okay, I I messed up.
1: Yes. And and then when
0: she has time to think about it, That's why, like you said, the pause is so important because it's like,
1: don't immediately assume you're wrong. Yes, and even if you make a mistake, like I think there's something about this dynamic where either, you know, with this particular friend that she's she can point out a flaw and then she's immediately like, yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did it wrong. Okay, of course, I'll give you. It's like, no, it's okay. You didn't do it perfectly. You did it pretty good. You got the tickets right she agreed on the price
0: you were still paying for the for the fees like you only made her pay for the fees yes
1: but this is a place where she needs to learn to kind of pause and check herself when she gets in that mode of oh no i made a mistake i better fix it kind of thing which is probably what happened otherwise she might not she might have been able to say to her look i'm not refunding the money i did the best i could you agreed to the price like that's going to be that
0: Sucks for you. Yeah. yeah been, what, what, what been I mean, how much could I would could be insulted we, that someone asked me yes. to do that. Yeah.
1: How much could we really be talking here to split by two? I don't know. I, mean, I guess ticket fees are sometimes expensive, but like the different... There was always going to be ticket fees.
0: Right. What's the difference? $30? That's what I'm saying. The fact that she even asked is like, when she went... She's the one who went out of her way to get the tickets. It's crazy. Like for, if it was me, maybe I'd be a little annoyed. Right. Especially if I'm like really cheap, like it sounds like her friend is. Right. Like I'm really cheap... I see the other people got the same tickets, and it bothers me on like a on like a competitive level of right. like I didn't get the lowest price for the same right. good. I can see being like irritated, but the idea that you wouldn't just take the loss is crazy. Yes,
1: or you know what her option, the friend's option could be, call the ticket place and say, hey, for both of them, I yeah. saw these tickets cheaper elsewhere. Would you honor the price? I want to be a returning customer here, but I notice that they're much cheaper in this other. Do you... a loyal you do...
0: credit card customer, right. whatever. Yeah. you
1: do the you do the work. Like she's, you know, yeah, yeah, agreed. I give this a seven.
0: I was thinking a seven too. Well wow. we're on the same page. Must be that IRL energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, this was great. Thank you guys for um, for listening, and we'll be back next week. All right.
1: That's our time.
0: Great work today. Oversharing is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Salz mccath Editing by Basilio Perez. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Send your advice emails to Oversharing at Betches.com or leave us a voicemail at 646-363-6294. Thank you to our sponsor, First Response. A lot of us test more than once. That's why First Response created the Triple Check Pregnancy Test Kit, which includes three different tests all in one box. The kit includes the early results pregnancy test, one digital pregnancy test, plus one rapid result pregnancy test that gives you fast results in just one minute on the day of your missed period or any day thereafter. Each test in the kit offers a different way to learn your results so when the time comes, you feel as confident as possible. All first response pregnancy test products are available for purchase at all major retailers in-store and online. Be sure to pick one up today.